It's time for another episode of Squaring Up the Sharp. We've got a special uh, little Monday episode for you here today, uh, previewing some Monday night football, recapping the week. I am uh, Max Carroll. I'm joined by my co-host, Austin Weinrich. How are you doing today, Austin? I'm doing good. Uh, coming off a rough fantasy Sunday. Rough fantasy. How about uh, how about your picks? I am 3-1 uh, and one currently going into this final game. Okay, I've, you, I've three and two. Yep, I'm all done. Uh, I get to just enjoy tonight's game. We will. I, I know you've already shared your pick, and we'll uh, we'll see if I agree with you tonight. But we're doing a little bit of a little special episode here. We're going to do uh, re- kind of recap Week 14 and uh, preview some Monday Night Football and talk a little bit about prop bets. So it's going to be a short short episode for you here. Uh, about half uh, recap, half props and uh, give you our best picks for tonight's game. So we're going to jump right into it. All right. We both have some takeaways from week 14 and uh, I know you have, you know, we're going to play a little game with this. I'm going to try to guess where you're going, but I'm going to start off with one of mine because I I have three takeaways. You have two. So we'll just go back and forth until we're all set here. But uh, the first one I have here and please tell me, (laughs) tell me if I'm wrong or you disagree with me because I I don't want to see Daniel Jones anymore. I am mm-hmm. I'm, I'm over it. I am over this guy. I know it's only his second year, but he it's like you know the Giants have all this momentum. He comes for what does he do? First drive of the game, sack fumble, <laughs> sack fumble, and it's like, dude, like, are we gonna ever get past this? Are we gonna get past it? Because you have guys like. Freaking like, yeah, I know Kyler Murray was the number one overall pick, so you can't really say anything about that because they had no shot of getting him, right? But then you look at uh, you look at some of the other guys. I mean, and I know Herbert was taken this year, but he's he looks so good. <laughs> he looks so good, and I know the team sucks around him, but he looks so good. And then we got to deal with this freaking guy. And first drive, first drive coming back from injury. I don't care if he's hurt or not. Oh. You could make the argument that freaking Colt McCoy is better than Daniel Jones. <laughs> I don't Colt think so. <laughs> No, you got, I think you could make the argument. The, guys, the guy turns the ball over any chance that he gets. Colt McCoy, in his two starts, he was 2-0. and You know, it's, it's just sad when you can sit there and say, you know what, maybe I'm sitting there on Sunday. I'm like, maybe you should have started Colt McCoy this week. Because, and I know he had a pick last week, but Colt McCoy actually protects the football. I mean, they probably should have just punted on this game, to be honest, and because Daniel Jones was not healthy. They didn't do any uh, design quarterback runs, any uh, RPOs or anything like that. Yeah, so why is he in the game? I don't know. He, I mean, is he? That's what I'm. That's what I'm. That's what I'm curious about. Like, is he that much? Is Colt McCoy that much worse than Daniel Jones that you're like, oh, we got to start this guy even though he's hurt? No, a hurt Daniel Jones is not better than Colt McCoy. Okay. On that. Okay. So, all right, fine. So we'll, we'll go with that. So at the end of the game, they pulled them, right? Yeah. They were like, oh, you know, he, he's still nursing the injury or whatever. It's like, all right, he shouldn't have been in there in the first place. The team was playing well, uh, tied for first in the division and a home game against the Cardinals who were just playing terrible football coming in and you lose 26 to seven. 
Yeah, um, it was bad. It was ugly. Who was it? Hassan Reddick, five sacks. Yeah, I mean, and the the old line had been playing good. I mean, they were they've been running the football good, but I'm just so I'm so sick of it. I'm so sick of it. I'm glad that I wasn't. I didn't have a chance to watch the game. I was on a little vacation. You know, if you listen to our last show, uh, you know we were doing it remotely. I was on a little vacay, so I wasn't able to watch the game. But I'm looking at my phone, and first drive, I'm like, this is going to be a joke. Like, is this, uh, you know, th- what 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 play of the game was it? Third uh, play. I'm like, come on, man. Like, they got a first down, and then it was like two plays after that. I, I don't want to, I don't, I just don't want to see it anymore. I don't want to, and now the Giants ruin that shit, you know, now they, they, they're not going to win the, they're not going to the freaking playoffs, man. Like, they actually have a tough schedule the rest of the way. The Redskins don't really. Uh, and I, I mean, the seven Redskins and, have Seattle, Carolina, and the Eagles. Left yeah, they, I mean, they, I don't know what the Eagles just did. I don't know how they just beat, like, and we'll get to that in a sec, because that, that goes into my second, second takeaway here. But uh, I just don't want to see it anymore. I'm sorry. I didn't like the pick from the beginning. He was starting to grow on me a little bit at the end of last year, but the turnovers have always been an issue. And now it's just like, it's too much for me. I don't, I can't do it anymore. I can't do it. <laughs> your, your turn. <laughs> All right. Uh, my thing was my first take is going to be that there will be seven new head coaches in the NFL next year. It's a good percentage. That's yeah. uh, it's more than it's over twenty percent of the coaches. High turnover. Yep. Uh, well, we got the three interim people. I don't see any of them keeping their jobs. The only one I kind of see is. Uh, is uh, more from Atlanta? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I mean, he's the only one, Raheem Morris. He's the only one that I that he's done a decent job. I mean, yeah, but they lost to the Chargers this week. Yeah, probably lose to the Bucks, and he's got the Chiefs, so he's probably going to go zero and three. Yeah, I mean, the other one's easy. Romeo Cornell. They're not going to hire him as the head coach. No, they've uh, seen enough. And I don't even know who the interim head coach is. In Detroit, I do not know. I couldn't even tell you, so I, I don't know. But so I, I, I'll agree with you. I mean, I think all three are gone. But you said that there's seven. You think seven? So let me take a shot at this. Okay. So the Jets, obviously, obviously, right? So that's four. Uh, that's four. Um, Jacksonville, Doug Marone's got to be done. Five. Yep. Um. McCarthy? Nah. You, you think he's going to stick around? Yeah, I think there's just too much money involved. And I know Jerry Jones has money to throw around, but still, you're not going to fire a coach. Yeah. Um, Anthony Lynn, I think he's gone. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> Anthony Lynn screw up another two-minute drill. Yeah. I um, don't So that. You didn't see that game, but. Uh, I didn't know. I didn't. They I were mean, I, in the se- uh, first half, and it's third and one. What was it? Seventeen seconds left. They run the ball, don't get the first down. So now there's like seven seconds left, and you can't get your field goal team on, so they have to go for it, and they don't complete the pass, and 
yeah, that I mean, I don't I didn't have to watch the game to know that that was probably the case. Uh it seems to happen every week now, but yeah, he's he's awful. Uh Let me see. Um I mean, the Bengals have had a bad year, but nah, then I think they're I think yeah. they're head, yeah, I think they're good with their head coach. Uh Hmm. It's not. I don't think Den. Maybe Denver. Uh, to be honest, I think Vic Fangio stays. I looked up his contract. He's good. He signed a four-year deal in 2019. Okay. I mean, if I'm going by division, I think NFC East is good. NFC South. Oh, you think the NFC East is good? What you think, Doug Peterson? I think Doug Peterson's gone. Okay, I could see, I could see it, unless Jalen Hurts, unless they they win yes, a bunch of games in a row. Hurts, I have either the Eagles or the Bears. You're gonna fire there. I was thinking Bears. I was thinking Bears, but uh, I could see the. Mm, I don't know. I think the Bears might fire Nagy, just because of the fact that. What did they start off five and zero? And I think they were, they were five and two. They lost five in a row, and they win big last week. But it's too late, too little, too late. I mean, they're not making the playoffs. The only thing I think that buys Peterson more is because he won the Super Bowl. I don't. I think that uh, has worn out its welcome with the Eagles fans. Yeah, usually it wears out pretty. You know, whatever you do, good down there. You get three years usually. That's yeah. your safe fact. Yeah, I mean, it would, just speaking from experience, the Giants seem like. Coughlin was never safe. Yeah, because his Super Bowl wins are what four years apart. Yeah, because we graduated high school and yeah. then we graduated college. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was senior year of high school and then uh, pretty much last year of college. So, um, I mean, it was nice, but I, you know, he was always, he would seem like he was always on the hot seat. The New York media was just always out to get him. So, uh, yeah, I could see any of those those happening. I'm. <sighs> you get eight new coaches that's you know that's 25 percent of you know 25 percent of teams are gonna have a new coach but i feel like that's not really unheard of these days i mean no i think uh what was it last year there were there were nine like a couple of years ago there were like nine head coaches hired yeah so we've seen it there's not, there's not much patience these days there's no more t- you know you talk about teams that you know, the Steelers, they've had maybe like I think they've had like three head coaches in a hundred years. <laughs> like they just they just never fire their head coach. And they don't really need to because they're always successful. But uh the Giants too, I mean, outside of Ben McAdoo. Well, and then Pat Shermer. They had Pat Shermer. Yeah, the last two have been bad. The last two. Yeah. You know, it's nice to it's nice to be one of those teams that doesn't have a lot of turnover because that usually means you're doing something right. I mean, look at the Jets. They can't get it right. They haven't gotten it right in forever. I mean, Rex Ryan was the closest thing, but he, you know, his antics when he wasn't winning, it got old real fast, you know? Yep. But Anything want to jump to take two for you? Yeah. Uh, you know, based on what we saw this week, um, I'm curious how you feel about it, but I think the Rams are the team to beat in the NFC. 
Um, I'm not a huge fan of golf, but that D line and that second, I just feel their defense puts them in a position that there's not a, the, the NFC is riddled with teams that seems to have, they have good offense, but they, they you know, Seahawks don't have a defense. I don't care what they did to the jets yesterday. Uh, they, they don't really have a defense. The Packers, they can't stop the run. Uh, I mean, you look at the other top teams, the NFC East doesn't even have a team, you know, I, I just, it's almost by default. I mean, and the saints, I mean, what's going to happen with Drew Brees, that Taysom Hill thing, that's not sustainable. Obviously we saw that yesterday. And I don't think, I don't think that defense is really as good as it's been playing. No, they were, the Saints defense was the best uh, defense last six weeks. Yeah, I, I think that, that you know, I know that they had some good games against some okay teams, but I don't know. They, they gave up over 200 yards on the ground yesterday. Uh, that's not, that's not very good. I think the, I just think the Rams are, are the most complete team at this point. You disagree? Yeah. No, um, I would say they probably are the team to beat in the NFC. But like you said, they have the biggest glaring issue is if you get any pressure on Jared Goff, he turns into probably a yeah. five quarterback in the NFL. Some of his throws when he's under pressure. It's almost like Daniel Jones when they when they run that little tight end route, you're worried about it getting picked off. Every time they like to run that little, that really short out route, like that speed out. And he throws it behind the receiver every time. And it's just sitting there waiting for the defender to pick it off and run it back for a touchdown. It seems to happen way too often, but I mean, that's what, that's what I saw this week. I mean, I looked, the bucks didn't really look that great. You know, um, Seahawks just beat the crap out of the jets, but that was to be expected. Packers, looked like they were going to blow out the Lions, and then the Lions end up making their way back in that game. And the Packers' defense isn't like it was last year. They have they can't stop the run. Uh, you know, I just look at the, the overall overall package, and it looks like the Rams might be the team to beat. If Goff can play well, we'll see. But back to you, what's your, uh, what's your second take? Um, that There are only really three teams that can beat the Chiefs this year. <laughs> what three? I mean, if the Bills play like the Bills have been playing, I think the Bills definitely have a shot to at least compete in the game. I don't even know if they beat them. I think the Steelers are exposed as a a false flag operation. There's no way they should have been 11 and 0. Yeah, I mean, if you look at their schedule, it was pretty soft. It's pretty soft, and they, I mean, they they did what they had to do against the bad teams, but. I mean, even against the bad teams, it wasn't like, you know, they were, it didn't seem like. Water. Yeah. And I don't know if you saw, you saw uh, I, I threw a little prop bet out on the uh, Twitter yesterday. I had Benny Snell, 15, 14 and a half. And I'm looking at the, I'm watching the game, right? And I see he gets three, four, four plays. They handed it off to him three three out of the four plays. He gets fourteen yards, right? So that's more I think that's more rushing yards than the Steelers had the previous game combined. On those just those three plays. They didn't give him the ball again for the rest of the game. <laughs> and that was the first drive of the second quarter. I'm sitting there and I'm like, Oh, he's at fourteen. 
you know, he gets a few more carries. He's good. He's got, you know, 4.7 average. You know, they maybe they found something. They're going to give him a little bit of run. He's the hot hand. And then what? Nothing. Rest of the game, I'm like, I'm like come on. Just give him, the, just hand him the ball one more time. Nope. Uh, sometimes the Steelers get way too pass happy in their offense. And they don't have the receivers like they used to. No, they, I mean, they have good weapons. But Smith-Schuster, I, I mean, he's kind of falling off big. Claypool's come on strong, but the the way that they're you can't you can't just not run the football. <laughs> you can't just not run the ball, and that's why I'm like that's what that was my thinking. I'm like the Bills struggle against the run, right? It's a perfect game after what happened the week prior for the Steelers to sit there and be like, "Hey, let's let's establish the run against this team. We can establish it. Let's get our let's get our backs involved." Connor's back, Jalen Samuels, Benny Snell. I'm like, all right, he can get 14. Give you know, five. Give him five carries. He'll get 14 and a half yards. And I'm like, this, you know, that's why prop bets can be so frustrating. <laughs> and I just tweeted out, and I, all I said is, sometimes you just lose. There's <laughs> just nothing you can do. But yeah, and uh, I actually. Going off your Rams pick, I think the Rams can beat the Chiefs. And I do trust the Packers to have a shot against the Chiefs. Okay. But uh, Rodgers, just because Rodgers-Adams, I mean... Yeah, Rodgers-Adams, and they can run the ball a little bit when they want to with Jones. Yeah. Yeah, I can can see that. that. I don't... This is a boring... (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the last year in the AFC, going into the playoffs, you had the Ravens, who were just, you know, they were the number one. Were they, the, they were the number one seed last year. Yeah, you were actually third. Yeah, so, I mean, the Ravens aren't really in the mix right now. We'll see what happens tonight. Uh, but I, I, I tend to agree with you. I, I'm, I'm not sold on the Packers, but, you know, Rodgers and the way he's playing, I think you... You could you could definitely make the argument. Um, but let's get to uh, my last take here, and and then we'll uh, we'll get to our prop bets. We got a few each that we're going to give you. Uh, my last bet here it's a little different than than you know I'd probably feel differently about it if it was the same conference. But when you look at the AFC versus the NFC, you're gonna have you're probably gonna have an AFC team with ten wins that doesn't make the playoffs. Um, yeah, it's going to be close. Yeah, you could, there's, there's a very real possibility that could happen. And then you look at the NFC and you're going to have a team. It's probably seven and nine make the playoffs. I know we saw this a few years ago, but I mean, is this just the NFL and you say, you know, once you get to the playoffs, anything can happen or is it like, all right, maybe they need to change up how they go about the the seeding and the teams that make the playoffs and and things like that because they're adding playoff spots which is just going to uh it's going to lower the bar for some of those teams to get in right i mean anytime a sport adds playoff spots it lowers the bar of competition but uh if you remember that seven and nine team did win a game in the playoffs yeah well yeah i mean anything could happen right i mean and I guess if you look at the AFC, you're like, all right, did it really lower the bar? Because you might have a 10-win team that doesn't make the playoffs. But I, 
you know, I, I don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm so upset with the Giants and Daniel Jones that I'm like, I was all excited because they were playing really well. Even though, I mean, they weren't really, their defense was playing well. Their offense was not. It's like, do we really want to see like one of these teams that goes seven and nine, you know, make the playoffs and do this? I, I don't know. I, you know, you look at how basketball does it where they just have the conference. Well, so they, what do they do? They do the winner of each division. And then after that, it's a free for all, right? Uh, yes. Which is the same thing as the NFL, really. Yeah, uh, yeah. If anything, maybe they could look at, you know, the NFC East really shouldn't host a playoff game. I wouldn't, yeah. even matter anymore. This season, it doesn't. This season, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, normally you think it would, but that's a good point. I mean, maybe you just say, all right, we're not going to, you're not going to have home field advantage. We're going to seed you based on how you finish. Yes, you win the division, you get into the playoffs. But the seeding is based on the the overall records. Maybe that's how it's done. I mean, I don't know. If the Giants end up making the playoffs, I'm sure I'll be sitting here and being like, oh, yeah, they get a home playoff game, you know, blah, blah, blah. But uh, I'm just – it's very frustrating to me. So I, I could, I'm sure the AFC looking at it, they're like, you know, if the Dolphins win 10 games and then – like, hey, wait a second. We lost to the Chiefs by six, and they're the favorite to go to the Super Bowl. But a team in the NFC that wins six or seven games makes the playoffs, and they have a chance. That doesn't, you know, doesn't really add up. So I could see why they would have a problem with that, even though it's even though it's you know inter inter conference. Uh, I could see why they would be upset about that. So. Those are our takes, our takeaways from week 14. It's coming up on the end of the season pretty quick. we got three weeks left, uh, and we got our game tonight. we got the Ravens on the road in Cleveland. Cleveland is 9-3. and three. Ravens are 7-5. and five. Uh, Ravens right now, I think, are, are they three-point favorites? Um, I think it might have dropped to... Two and a half, maybe? Yeah. So it's either two and a half or three. Last I saw it was three, but that could have changed. Um, I still have it at three. And I know you're on the Browns. Yes, I'm on the Browns, which you would think a nine and three team getting points uh, doesn't make any sense. But yeah, I, I think part of it is, I mean, the Ravens beat up on the who they play last week. They beat the uh, Cowboys. Cowboys. Yeah. So whatever. But. First week of the season, they they just blew out. Yeah, it wasn't even close. Uh, so that probably has something to do with it. I do kind of like the Ravens tonight. I think that th- this is a must-win game for them. Uh, if they don't win this game, then they're not making the playoffs. And Lamar Jackson has had a pretty tough year. I still don't trust Baker Mayfield. I think their head coach still leaves a lot to be desired, like pretty much every other Cleveland head coach. Of the past, however, however long, and uh, so why why do you like the Browns right now? Um, to be honest, I don't trust the Ravens coming off COVID still. Okay, that's that's fair. I I think their D line. I think Clay's Campbell was saying that COVID kicked his ass and he was on his back for a week and a half. 
I mean, he played yeah. last week, but was he really a hundred percent? Probably not. And, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's just I think the Browns are the better team. It's just they do one thing well, and it's running the ball. It's, yeah, the Ravens defense. I mean, they can stop the run. I think they're. Uh, I think they're top five in stopping the run, but their pass defense has not been very good. I was looking at that. I was looking at it today. Let me see if I can pull it up. But uh, I'm I'm kind of feeling the Ravens because they, uh, they just seem like they're the big brother, you know. Like, there's still that mentality of, you know, oh, it's the Browns. Let's see here. So they so they have the fourth-ranked defense. Uh, the, the, the Browns have the ninth-ranked defense. So, you know, that's something new. I mean, I, I've been saying it for the last few weeks. I think the Browns have been uh, helped out by some, some other things going on, have, have helped out their defense. There's no, no denying that they have a good pass rush. Uh, with Miles Garrett and Olivier Vernon, former Giant, who goes to Cleveland and somehow, you know, he's he actually can rush the passer now. Um, but two, two, t- you know, uh, the Ravens are second in the league in rushing. Browns are sixth. So it's it's gonna it's just gonna be who runs the ball better, and this kind of leads into my props. Uh, the first, the first prop, and I really like this prop, because when you look at the the four games that Lamar Jackson has played against the Browns, he's averaged seventy six yards rushing, and right now the over under is fifty eight. So I like that, because I'm sure you know the answer to this. But how do you slow down those pass rushers? <laughs> I mean, you, run. you run, you run the ball, you run that RPO, make them make them have to make a decision, right? Uh, confuse them a little bit so I, I see them kind of getting back to that and the first game the first go around I think he had 45 yards rushing but he has a 90 yarder and a hundred plus yarder uh, games against this team already in his career in the four games so I, I think I think that's that's very doable for Lamar Jackson and that's what he wants to do so I see that uh, that coming to fruition but what about you? What's your what's uh, one of your top prop bets for tonight? All right, I'll give you two since they're related to each other. Okay. I'm going to go under for both quarterbacks and passing yards. Okay. The weather is going to be, it looks like, just below 20-mile-per-hour winds. And it's going to be blowing across the field, so it's going to be affecting the game. I think it's going left to right. Okay the way the field's set up and we've seen baker mayfield in shitty weather you've seen him in good weather too yeah <laughs> but uh he's horrible in bad weather he's a texas boy never really experienced it in college in oklahoma and then uh lamar jackson is horrible in bad weather yeah well i think game flow right i mean they're both gonna they're both just gonna want to run the football yeah, at least to a shorter game. I just don't see any deep shots happening. So if any passing's happening, it's going to be dinking and dunking. Yeah, I uh, I could definitely see that being the case. Are you going to you going to parlay that? Um, 
yeah, I like these new uh, in-game parlays that they have. Uh, what is it? It is Baker is two ten and a half, and Lamar is only two two hundred and five. All right, that's that's higher than what I was seeing for him. I, when I was looking this morning, uh, Lamar Jackson, they were looking at it looked like it was one ninety seven. <laughs> so you're actually getting a good good little boost right there. If you get it at two oh five and you're taking the under, that's great. But yeah, I uh, I could definitely see that being the case. I'm sure both of them are are you know minus probably what minus one forty one fifty. Uh. Baker Mayfield is even money, and Lamar Jackson's minus one thirty-two. Okay, even money—that's that's a good bet right there. Uh, Lamar Jackson under or over fifty-eight and a half rushing is minus. Oh, it just jumped up actually. It's sixty-two and a half now. So that's a, that's a big jump, but that's uh, that's minus one twenty, and it's probably because of the weather. Uh, that that jumped up four yards. That's a good. That's a good little bump. But uh, yeah, if you get even money on that, you know the Browns would prefer to run the football. It seems like so. That's I like that bet a lot. Uh, let's swing back to you know you talk about throwing the football. There's one that I th- there's one that I like more than the other here. I'm looking at Marquise Brown receiving yards and Jarvis Landry total receptions. I like the over on both. I like Landry. Uh, Landry right now, it's four and a half total. All right, the last two games, he has 16, um, 16 catches, and I think he's got 21 targets or something like that. And in a game like this, where you're talking, when you're worried about the wind and stuff like that, this, is, this should play right into his hands because he just does those short little routes, and uh, they try to get him the ball quick. So I like the four and a half, and then with Marquise Brown, his uh, receiving yards, 41 and a half. Uh, I'm not so keen on that one just because of how the weather's shaping out. But uh, he's at minus 120 for 41 and a half. And uh, he's really one of the one of the few weapons uh, catching the ball on the uh, Ravens outside of Mark Andrews. So I think 41 and a half is fair. But I like both of them. Uh, Jarvis Landry, I mean, four, four and a half receptions. Over four and a half is minus one eighty. So you're not really getting a good return, but uh, I have I have a good feeling that you that you'd win that bet. So you have any other ones for us? Yep, uh, I'm going to take J.K. Dobbins over forty six and a half rushing yards. It's at minus one eighteen. The last two games, he's gone for seventy yards and a touchdown. Uh, He's starting to take over that role as the lead back. I think Mark Ingram's taking a back seat to him. Yep. This is uh, J.K. Dobbins' team now, to be honest with you. I like him uh, for scoring an anytime touchdown. I like him. I'm not sure what the odds are. Let me see. I'd have to go through and find it, but... He's uh he's an interesting choice for an anytime touchdown score. I don't know if I like picking him first. I don't like I don't I don't know about you. I don't like going with uh, first touchdown. It's just too like it's too nerve wracking. You know, it's like all right, and then once once somebody scores, if it's not your guy, then it's over. Uh, that is my favorite bet. Is uh, <laughs> I think you hit that in the Super Bowl last year. I was just gonna say, uh, what was it? Uh, Uschek. Uschek. I, I think it was what. 
15 to one or something. It was something insane. Yeah. Was it uh was it first touchdown or anytime touchdown? I think it was I, anytime. Yeah, I think it was. No, I had anytime and I had uh first 49 or touchdown. Okay. First game touchdown. So you had, you had double dipped a little bit. Yep. Yeah, that was a that was an interesting bet when you told me you were putting that in. I was like, eh, that's kind of crazy, but hey, you know, it worked out. You can have, it, you know, obviously it's more fun when you win. But um, what else you got? Anything else you like tonight? Uh, no, honestly, this is looking like an under game to me, especially with the weather. Yeah, this is gonna be a sh- it's gonna be a short game. Forty five and a half. So I'm seeing a lot of three and outs, to be honest. Yeah, I think I think both, you know, the Ravens defense specifically, I think, uh, you know, I, I don't know. I just I like the Ravens in this game, minus two and a half, minus three, whatever you get it at. Uh, so we'll go head to head on that. Uh, even though my, my week is over, this is just more for, uh, you know, for giggles. But uh, yeah, those are our prop bets. Let me let me. Um, just recap mine real quick, and then I'll throw it back to you. Uh, I like the Lamar Jackson over 62.5 rush yards at minus 120. I like Marquise Brown over 41.5 receiving yards, minus 120. And Jarvis Landry total receptions over 4.5 at minus 180. So I'm hitting the overs on this one. Uh, I, I don't know why. I just like I like the overs. I don't like rooting for people not to do well, you know? But – what about you? Give us a recap real quick. All right, I have Baker Mayfield under 210.5 at even. Lamar Jackson under 200.5 at minus 132. And J.K. Dobbins over 46.5 rushing yards at minus 118. All right. So that's uh, those are our best prop bets for you. And uh, you know, keep an eye out on Twitter. We'll post some stuff going into the game tonight. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully we don't have a situation like I, like uh, I had last night with, with Benny Snell. I just, I see, I see stuff all the time. People post these things and it's just so painful. You know, you just feel so bad for some of these, uh, some of these, I think it was, what was it? Uh, the big talk was Tyreek Hill. I think two weeks ago, he got two touchdowns called back two big plays. He, the over under for his receiving yards. He missed it by a few and he got two huge plays called back. It's like that stuff just kills you on the inside. Yes, it does. So that's, that's our show uh, a little bit different uh, playing some Monday morning, Monday, Monday evening quarterback going into that Monday night game and uh, sharing some prop bets with you. We're going to try to keep this up uh, as the season goes along or as we finish up the season and uh, kind of mix it up a little bit. So let's know what you think of our prop bets. Uh, make sure to look out for them on Twitter and uh, and let us know uh, let us know what your favorite prop bets are. Um, and uh, it's it's always fun to to have a little action on the game. So uh, we will um, actually yeah. Why don't you throw out our social media before we before we head out? Yeah, we're at Twitter at Square the Sharp. YouTube is Squaring Up the Sharp. Instagram Squaring Up the Sharp. Email us at Squaring Up the Sharp at Gmail dot com. And like and subscribe. Yeah, iTunes, Podbean, whatever you use, um, you know, make sure to leave us a like and, and subscribe and, and anything uh, is appreciated. So 
Uh, enjoy the game tonight. Ravens, Browns, Ravens, kind of a do or die situation. Browns trying to keep it rolling. So should be a good one. And we will see you going into week 15, only three weeks left. Uh, you know, we'll keep trying to win that money until the, uh, the, the final, uh, you know, until the Super Bowl and, and, uh, and take it from there. So awesome. Why don't you take us home? Here's to squaring up the sharp.